Now, totally. moving into, like you said, you know, my, my real favorite step here. And, you know, the good thing mm-hmm. is it doesn't, require, it doesn't require too much work. But the ninth step here is to build that equity. Over 50% of Black Americans are unmarried and only 2% of Black families in America have a net worth over $1 million. We are on our journey to not only join that 2%, but grow that 2%. Facts. I'm Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game, with my beautiful co-host. I'm Sinclair, a.k.a. The Health Nerd. You can go to our website at TheM4Show.com, our Instagram at TheM4Show, and our YouTube channel at Melanated Married Millionaires in the Main. And welcome to The M4 Show. Now, moving into, like you said, you know, my my real favorite step here. And, you know, the good thing Mm -hmm. is it doesn't require too too much work. But the ninth step here is to build that equity. So building Uh equity. Is that what you thought I was going to the ninth step was going to be, Devon? Oh, that, that's what I knew the night that was going to be. What? That's, that's your favorite part, Sinclair. You know how you, you have a huge smile every time we check our property value and it goes up. It's like, oh, equity. Oh, hello. <laughs> and I just checked that either today or yesterday. It's all a blur. But yes, this is a very cool step. Um, now, I will preface this that uh, depending on when you come into the market, it may not be an immediate increase in equity. But if you do your research on the area, on what's happening, um, you can be strategic about this part. Um, So building equity can look look like many different things. Obviously, as you make your, I won't say obviously, as you make more payments, you're going to be naturally building more equity. But equity does imply that the value of the property goes up which over time history shows that that is going to happen. The reason why I preface, like, depending on when you come in, keep in mind that the real estate market is like any other market. It does go up and down. So depending on when you are coming into yeah. the market, if it's on a downslope, don't worry. Even if it, it, it does drop in value, it will come back up with time. It always comes. That's why, you know, you hear about families who are able to purchase properties for $10,000, you know, back, back in decades ago. Mm-hmm. And now they're worth about hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? It is going to increase because it's just, that's how, that's how it goes. That doesn't mean it's, it's always going to be a linear slope upwards. But again, if you do your research on what's happening in the, in the area, um, then that can, you can increase your chances of, 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 of raising your equity. So, for us, our our condo is in an area that had a lot of up and coming projects coming uh, coming around in its its immediate neighborhood, so that was a big factor on why we chose this property. Um, we didn't necessarily choose the property thinking like as soon as we rent this out, we're gonna be making thousands of dollars, you know, in cash flow. Uh, we knew that was probably not going to be the case, but we did know that in five years, the neighborhood around was going to look very different and that 
as a result, the value of that property was going to also raise significantly. So we came in this, in, you know, in this specific property with the long game, like we are going to hold on to this one because this area is going to be, is up and coming. There's a lot happening. There's a lot being built. There's stadiums, there's malls, there's um, shopping centers, there's apartment buildings, there's headquarters. Like there's a lot happening in this area. This is going to be a hub later on. Um, so we need to just hang on to this until, um, I mean, we don't, we're probably going to pass this down to our kids, right? We don't even have like a necessarily an exit strategy, yeah. but the plan was let's build enough equity into this property so that we can now leverage this equity to buy other properties, to have other, to use it for construction, to use it for other investments. But we want it, we wanted to use this equity. Uh, we wanted to grow this equity so that we can leverage it or to continue to grow our our wealth. So that is our plan, right? We want we want to build the amount of yeah. equity so that we can take it out, buy another investment property that's going to cash flow, right? We got the equity built in this one and then we are going to eventually take this take some of this equity out with using a HELOC. That's a whole nother uh episode, but that's a home equity line of credit. Um, yeah. Uh, we want to take get a HELOC, take this money, buy another multifamily or commercial unit that is going to serve the purpose of monthly cash flow, which means it may not build a lot of equity, but on a monthly basis, we're able to get, you know, however much money, mailbox money, as we'll call it, of passive income from yep. people who are living in this building. All right. We're going to get back to the episode in a second, but breathe if you've ever had a brilliant idea. I'm pretty sure everybody just took a breath right there, right? Because we all have amazing ideas, but I got a question for you. What's stopping you from taking that idea and actually making it into a business, actually executing on your brilliance? My name is Devon Travell, and in 2018, I was able to create, market, and sell my own product while still working a nine to five. And through the years, I've taken the lessons we've learned, the expensive webinars that I've gone to and the dozens of business books that I've read. And I've discovered seven simple steps to launch your business. If you're ready to take your business idea to the next level and make it real and start making profit from your passion, head to www.launchitcommunity.com and grab yourself the book. We've been able to make it very simple, affordable, and easier than ever to start that business while still working your nine to five. And we take entrepreneurs every single Friday and we we talk to them. We teach them about how to use social media. We teach them about how to set up their Instagram account, how to use Shopify, how to use Printful and other tools that can help you take your business to the next level, but not take tons of time away from your nine to five and your busy life that you already have. So if you're ready to take that idea to the next level, make sure you head to www.launchitcommunity.com. Get yourself a book and join our free accountability calls. Now, let's get back to the episode. So now with these two properties, we've uh, we've pretty much set ourselves up. Like that's what we're trying to do. And we're not going to stop there, of course. But that's kind of the model that we're going to just keep doing with the different properties that we do acquire. All right. What you got to and add? I wanted to add a little bit more more context to the reason why real estate prices usually, you know, over periods of time are going to go up, right? So number one, just the, the, the basic supply and demand of housing, right? So depending on where you are, if you're in California specifically, we have like a, almost a housing shortage, not almost, we have a housing shortage 
And in a lot of the urban community, there is a housing shortage. So literally because the supply is low, the demand is high, the price will be pushed up. When you go out to rural places like, you know, where like a Bakersfield out in California or um, out in the, the countryside in Illinois, the supply may be a little bit higher, the demand may be lower, so the prices may be lower or stagnant. But and then now you have what Sinclair was talking about, development, right? New things that are coming in, stadiums, gentrification within a certain neighborhood or urban renewal, whatever they want to call it, there's development coming to an area. Now you know that the demand is going to increase because of the attractions coming. And then third, another factor is inflation. Inflation is, is going at about a rate of, of 3% per year. So if you have $100 in the bank this year and you don't add anything to it, the next year that same $100 only has $97 of purchasing power. So over time, your money loses its value. It takes more dollars to buy the same thing. Now where with money, that's a bad side. The real estate, kind of like cryptocurrency or like gold, is an asset can serve as a store of value. So you buy your home for $100, and this is clearly unrealistic, but on auction.com, you can buy some stuff. But simple numbers, you buy your home for $100 or $100,000 the next year, simply with inflation, you should gain 3%. So that same home that costs $100 or $100,000 to purchase now should be at least 3% higher just with inflation. Okay, So again, you have at least three factors that are working with the ebbs and flow of how much real estate will cost in your area. And that's why in general, over time, especially in America, the real estate prices are going to go up. Good point. Good point. And again, why real estate is like a, a no brainer investment. You gotta, at some point, you know, at some point, I definitely recommend everybody getting into the game. Cause like I said, you're, you're in the game one way or another, just might, might as well be on the landlord side of it. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of black families. If you received any value from this episode, any value at all, any, 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, all anything, them. all of them, all, them. all of them, wherever you're listening, <laughs> go ahead and like and subscribe. And after you like and subscribe, make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.